Smart politics for stupid times. Welcome to the Unprecedented Podcast with John Aravosis and Cliff Schechter. Hey guys, welcome back to the podcast. I am your host, Cliff Schechter, here with my intrepid co-host, John Aravosis. Matt, Matt Damon. Matt. <laughs> I knew that you were using that word till like a year ago, John. I, you guys didn't I, hear those podcasts where I keep telling John, I, I wrote John this letter where I was like, you can't yeah. use the F Stop using the word dude. faggot on your podcast. I love how you can just say it. I'm I can say it. it. <laughs> uh, and I was like, John, oh, I just was like, you know, that, that, like, I, I don't understand. Even if you're using it in jokes, I, you know, I don't know what to say because the thing about Matt Damon is. I don't is get it. He, I don't oh, either. Don't, He's yeah. just incredibly yeah. smart. I mean, Harvard educated. <laughs> yeah. You know, like liberal as hell. Yeah. I mean, some of the best arguments. I'll never forget, like, you know, his mom was a teacher. I'll never forget, like, some right-winger coming up to him at some sort of teacher's event or something and trying to figure they're going to get an easy, stupid Hollywood mark and right. talking about how teachers are overpaid or something. And he came back with facts, like, but with the emotion of an actor. He right. mixed the facts, the emotion, and just – it was one of these Daily Wire, Daily, you know, yeah. whatever the fuck, oh, you yeah, know, yeah, yeah, caller, yeah, yeah. Daily something or other, Daily yep. Barf. And yep. he just destroyed them. I mean, he's been such a good advocate, and I realize that there are some on the far left, and I don't even—I hate referring them that way. There's just leftist nuts. There's a whole group of them, a lot of them. They're out there. They're all over Twitter. Who, where nobody's ever good enough or pure enough, or you know, and, and everything you do means you should disappear, you know, uh, canceled in the lexicon. Oh, I had—I um, had another—I had another Bernie bro come after me after five years. He came after me on well, TikTok. Let's get to that in a second. I just want to, you know, I yeah, want to talk about on. that. Go, go on, go on. I want to talk about Nina Turner today, who's who's a, hmm. a Bernie bro extraordinaire. Um, so, you know, but and so the, I ignore those folks. Oh, Matt Damon appropriated this, and Matt Damon did yeah, that. Yeah. And, I mean, no one, no one will ever, you know. And and when I say no one, I mean the hilarious thing is none of them will ever meet their standards for everybody else because right. they only hold everybody else to their standards. Um, so, but I never bought into any of that. You know, I just ignored it. I'm like, oh, well, they're angry at Matt Damon, and just like they're angry at everybody else. But this, he I do have up. to say, <laughs> well, it's it's not just he screwed up by even admitting that out loud. Yeah. Like, there are things, you know, there. I was saying things past when I probably should have been saying certain things. And by the way, folks, I'm not going to tell you what any of them are, haha, because I'm smarter than that. But all of us have at times because we didn't realize when something things changed in a time, like, oh, really? It's that bad. But geez, you didn't know the F word for someone who's gay was bad until a year ago? Like, uh, you know, I, I knew a decade ago at least, and I'm just some, you know, I, I will little white boy. Yeah. I mean, I will basically, so what happened? I assume folks know, but you never know that. Now, mind you, he's telling the story himself of, oh, we're at the dinner table. And he was recounting, because my friend Damien knew the movie, recounting something from an old movie of his, maybe 2006, I don't know. And there's a joke in there, and the joke mentions faggots or something faggot. The word comes up. What was and the movie, telling, by the way? Do you remember? I, I didn't know it. Damien knew it. Uh, I was just because uh, I've seen it. It had like a black and a white guy in it or something, and it was kind of comedic. Um, oh, there's I one know. where I can think of that's not a black and a white guy. There's one where there's two people attached to each other. Oh, Red Kinnear. Actually, it was, two, no, it was two white guys. It was like, dude, where's my car? Or one of those weird. I remember him telling me the name and I thought. That's well, he did one of those, you know, the Farrelly brothers, the ones that do all the crazy, like there's something about Mary. I mean, they yeah. have all sorts of stuff that, that worked in the 90s, and early 2000s that would never work today. Right. Yeah, it was um, it was some weird. So he did a Farrelly brothers movie, movie where it's whatever. like it's just the two of us or two or yeah. whatever, where he and Greg Kinnear were enjoined conjoined twins yeah. 
which right away today they'd be like, "You're making fun of the ableist community." Like that would never happen, right? Um, in any case, it, it okay. Yeah, go ahead. I mean, it doesn't I matter. I mean, because I don't, I just don't know. He, Damien, knew, and I was like, okay, I vaguely knew it as a film I never wanted to see. But so there was some joke in there, and the joke includes the word faggot, and I don't know. And so I'd, I'd almost have to hear the joke too to hear, you know. But he's telling his kids about it, and his kids are all like teenager and under, and one teenage daughter. She might have been 15 or something, was living like, Daddy, don't use that word. Well, it's just a joke. Bah, bah, bah. And she apparently went to her room after dinner or she, stor- or she stormed out and wrote an essay explaining him sort of the history of the word and why it's bad and pa pa pa. And he read the essay and he said, You know, and I told her, Okay, you're right. I'm wrong. I'm never going to do it again. The thing is, there's a couple elements going on here. One, I'm not sure. Like, I grew up with the word gay. Like, that's so gay. We all did, right? Faggot. I didn't, faggot was always used in a really bad, I mean, gay was not. Gay was like, oh, that TV show's so gay. Nobody watches it, right? Like you, it wasn't meant to be bad. It was just, we used it, right? Faggot was usually used almost like the N word. Like you used it when you were being kind of nasty. And I don't, like to my friends, we never said, hey, faggot. The only thing is, I could imagine some Boston kid potentially growing up going, hey, faggot, what are you doing? Right? Like, so maybe it was part of his vernacular growing up. Yes. It still seems weird to me that somebody so liberal today wouldn't get it. Having said that, and here's the one shining thing I give him credit for. The fact that he was telling it publicly and was saying, you know, here's something that happened, by the way, and my kids educated me. I had no idea. He's telling us because he didn't have any idea. So he also doesn't quite realize how bad it made him look that he didn't know a couple months ago because he didn't know. It's one of these things like what you don't know, you don't know. So he he obviously didn't know whatever the joke was, was that bad for whatever reason. But he's also telling us because he learned from it, which is a good thing, frankly. Like we're beating up on him because Matt Taman actually told us he learned something about prejudice and his daughter taught him and he listened and he learned and he said, you know, I'm not going to do it again. Like that's actually really good. You know, so I kind of have that side too. It's not like, it's not like he did it and we're all going, you motherfucker. I can't believe you did it. He's, he, he learned from it, which is good. And that's why he's telling us, you know what? It, it almost reminds me of, remember what happened to what's his face who did the, my daughter was kidnapped in Bulgaria movies. And he talked yep. about like, like 20 years ago, walking down the street, I thought about killing a black man or some weird story. Remember? He told he was, that story? Oh Yeah. And it was some weird story like that about 20 years ago and how now, of course, I wouldn't. And it kind of blew up on him, obviously, because people went, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> you know who I mean? Really good actor, but did the series now of kidnapped yes. movies. Yeah. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. I, I, that's why I didn't understand. Yes, I know. Who you're yeah, not Damon. That. The other guy did. So it yes, almost, it almost reminds me of that where they're kind of saying, I got better and I'm actually I'm telling you a teaching moment for me. Which is really but, good. So I guess but, that, but two things. One, they don't yeah. realize there are no teaching moments. We're all we're supposed to have been born according to these, again, these oh, purists. The purists. Uh, yeah. and we all yeah. are supposed to be born with all absolute knowledge and to have known yeah. everything that was wrong and never had a bad thought or said a bad yeah. thing or were just awful. Because I'm sure none of them have ever had a bad thought or said a bad yeah. thing. Um, the, uh, the second thing is where I will step in and say, yes, in this case, it's different. Because I am shocked that he that this would have been a realization a year ago. I agree. That's what I'm saying. He's always oh, he doesn't seem like a guy to me who's in a bubble. <laughs> he seemed like a guy who's yeah. down to earth. And again, 
I, you know, look, I'm, I, at least you give me having you on this show and, and the fact that people know that you're a friend of mine gives me some license, I think, and I'm to at least admit some things were shortcomings of my own. Yeah, I yeah. mean, look, when I was in college, I didn't have any gay friends, not because I wasn't trying to, but I didn't know anybody gay. And if people had come to me. <laughs> you didn't try least, to be a little gay in college, Cliff. Come on. Well, there's some nights where I had a little bit too much to drink, and who knows? <laughs> and that's what, and that's when Cliff gave too much information on the and show. That's when Cliff explored that side of his. Um, oh but- God. Well, have I ever mentioned to you what a carnivorous beast my mom is? She loves steak and burgers, right? We grow up on them. I've never seen her so happy when I sent her Omaha steaks and burgers for Christmas one year. Holidays around the corner, finding the perfect gift is tricky. Omaha Steaks makes it easy to send friends and family an unforgettable gift, guaranteed to be loved. Go to omahasteaks.com right now and enter Stephanie in the search bar to order the perfect gift package. For $99.99, you'll get 24 entrees, like the world-famous bacon wrap filet mignons, chicken breasts, sides, desserts, and so much more. When you use the code Stephanie, you'll also get an additional eight Omaha Steaks burgers free with your order. We've all heard the reports about shortages and shipping delays, so don't wait. Order the perfect gift package today at omahasteaks.com. You'll get eight free burgers when you enter the code Stephanie. Achieve gifting greatness with Omaha Steaks. Incredible flavor, incredible value, and 100% guaranteed. That's omahasteaks.com. The keyword is Stephanie, omahasteaks.com. Who doesn't love hanging out in loungewear, Cliff? What is loungewear? I don't even know loungewear. We're, we're about to find out. Loungewear Definitely. used to be, oh, here we go. Loungewear used to be code for hideously ugly sweats. Oh, there you go. Even your pets have been judging you. Well, mine's judging me because she wants to eat. Uh, that's a thing of the past with Cozy Earth. The people known for creating luxuriously soft, cool sheets made from viscous, viscous, viscous? From bamboo, viscous, I don't know, from bamboo, V-I-S-C-O-S-E, from bamboo, have done it again. They've taken loungewear to another level with their comfy, super soft selections in gorgeous styles and colors. From wonderful pajama sets, leggings, and tees, every item is sourced from earth-friendly viscous, viscous, from bamboo for enhanced breathability and temperature regulation. You'll find something you can't lounge without at Cozy Earth. See why Oprah, oh, there you go, why Oprah described Cozy Earth's pajamas as the softest ever in O Magazine. Okay, now that's that's a pretty good... You kind of buried the lead on that one, folks. <laughs> Best of all, go to CozyEarth.com now. Enter promo code Stephanie35, Stephanie35, and save 35% on their loungewear and bedding. That's CozyEarth.com, promo code Stephanie35, CozyEarth.com. There you go. But I mean, but, you know, oh. and, and I'll say this, you know, and I like I would hope uh, the, that I've got numerous gay friends and I hope they would all understand I was a guy who grew up, you know, I'm Gen X. That's what Matt Damon is. He's 50 years old. I'm 49. So he's a year older than me. And, you know, we're we're always about the same age. I bet our kids are not so far apart. Whoever's teenage daughter is doing this. I've got a teenage son, you know, younger side of teenage, but still teenage. And, 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 and so I have my kids sometimes saying stuff to me and telling me about stuff that they think, you know, they're like, you're not supposed to say that dad, you should know that dad, you know, blah, blah, blah. And, and I get it because there are things where it's like, oh my God. You know, this is, yep. this is, I'm, I'm out of the loop on certain things, but that, I mean, that's not something that's in certain, it's weird. It's weird. And, yeah. certain, and, yeah. and only like only, you know, mostly only being talked about among yeah. younger kids. Like that's, I mean, everywhere. And I knew what? that that was a word that I can no longer, and, and I said that word when I was younger, I admit yeah. it. I'm, and I'm not going to deny it. When what? I was a kid, when I was even, yeah. even up to my twenties. I did. And I said yeah, but, it and I thought it was, you know, and I, and I learned how harmful it was to people. But let me ask you, know? you something. I mean, wrap up yeah. and then I want to ask you something about it. 
I didn't want to cut you off. I yeah. want to just say, like, wrap it up. No, wrap no, no. up well, that phrase, up. and then I'm going to ask is, you. Which is, yeah. which is, I don't remember when I, the, the harmfulness of that word, when I, you know, w- was taught to me and how it was like, oh, my God, you can't say that. And that's awful. And, right. you know, and I realized, like, I'm not, I don't want to hurt anybody, even if, it's, right. if it makes people laugh in a joke, like, if it hurts people, you know, we got to find the right balance in life, you right. know, where we can. But what, but it was, let me put it this way. It was at least twenty years ago. Okay, right? but let me. It was, so, it was at least in right, the early two thousands. Okay. Yeah. But but here's my question: Do you not? Okay. Do you believe Matt Damon when he says, "I use the when he's telling the story and he says I used the joke and I was telling it because I really didn't think it was a big deal and my daughter taught me." Oh my God! Do you believe him that when he told the joke to his kids, he really didn't think it was that offensive to be telling the joke to his kids? I believe him. Well. Do you not yeah, believe, believe well, him? No, I, I, wait. I do. Is, I'm work. Wait. Oh, I'm. I'm trying to work out a point here. My point yeah. is, I sometimes have a hard time because I've gotten shit for this, not on uh, racial or civil rights stuff, but like I get shit for people when I say I can't remember something, and people go down my throat, and I'm like, or, or even better, you don't know something, some fact about something that I just don't know, and it's not like something you were taught that you don't remember. It's just literally. I never knew that. And I'll have people literally mock me and almost make fun of me. I remember people going, what are you talking about? How do you, what can be, he doesn't know that. I'm like, I never was taught that. And it never came up in my life experience. What do you, I mean, how can you knock me for something I didn't know? <laughs> like, I just don't know. Or something I forgot. You're making fun of me because I forgot something from 20 years ago. I forgot it. I go blame well, my, my wife brain. and I make this point and, a lot about but, stuff, which is, if you make fun of people you know, for stuff they don't know, then they're never going to tell you. They're never going to ask for well, help. But they're that's never gonna, me. But that's kind of my issue with him, which is I absolutely believe him because otherwise he wouldn't he wouldn't, he wouldn't have, have told the story if he, if, he didn't, right? if he knew how bad it was. Right. Exactly. So, so, I, so I believe he really didn't know. I think it's weird. He didn't know. Then again, I seem to know through I don't know him, but I know through his history, as you've said, he's a good guy. He's a good liberal. And for whatever crazy reason, he never knew this. On face value, I'm willing to accept that he's telling the truth. So it almost makes it hard to blame him because whatever it was in his life experience, somehow he never got introduced like his daughter did to him that, oh, my God, this is horrific. And I don't know why it never happened. But to some degree, I almost can't blame him because you're blaming him for something he never learned because it's and he's learnable. So clearly nobody else sat him down and told him like his daughter did. Right. Because he seems to be teachable, too. There's something about All the story I'm not is, getting. Is, is, well, yeah, me too. Because again, yeah. the, the reason I, I believe him, the reason I'm with why you. it's weird is his, I, I first of all, I always take, as I say, I take people's context into it. Are they people that have acted in good faith before? Bingo. Are they people that I should give the benefit of the doubt to? He yeah. to me is somebody I should. So I yeah. do. That's yeah. first. Second of all, yeah. there's the big thing that's just sort of standing there or sitting there, you know, right in your face, <laughs> which is. If he knew, he wouldn't tell that story. Bingo. Because if he knew, he'd get how bad Bingo. that it'd be like saying the N word almost. Yeah. Like, he I didn't know that. Didn't I mean, know. not quite on that level, but not yeah. far. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, or the K word if you're Jewish. I can say kike, but most of you can't. Yeah. Um, and, and like, I just, I, I don't, I don't understand. Anyway. So, so yeah. I start with that and I, and I do wonder what it is because again, it's not like, you know, m- my family and I, we're liberal. My wife and I are liberal people, right? But we're not living some avant-garde lifestyle here where we know more than other people. In Ohio, people. in Cincinnati, of course you exactly. are. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you. I just got back from New York City. I was reminded. I was like, holy fuck. 
The I rich like shoes of Cincinnati space. next on NBC. I like, I, I like my safe space in Cincinnati where, <laughs> I, where when we get in a cab on the way to the airport, as we did today, we right. didn't almost kill – we don't almost kill a biker and just yeah. sort of shrug our shoulders. <laughs> Dude, literally, at Times Square, a biker yeah. biked in front of our cab like going – I mean, this reminds me of a childhood. I tell my kids, I'm like, oh, yeah, I used to see this shit all the time. Uh, but I mean, right in front of us, and he had the, and and he we he would have died. I was sitting in the yeah. front seat because it's yeah. right in the back seat. He had to throw himself off of his bike onto yeah. the pavement so that we didn't hit him, and it was a hundred percent his fault. Yeah, and he got a, that look in his face like I almost just died. Yeah, like, exactly. Yeah, that's never happened in Cincinnati yeah. in the in the near decade I've lived here. So All right, case, let's wrap up the story. Uh, I, I, I'll wrap it next. up by saying very simply, I'm his age. We're both Gen X, similar background, similar type of you know school went to, and all that kind of stuff. The liberal, he hangs out with probably pretty liberal people in Hollywood. I do in the political world I'm in. I don't, and we have kids the similar age. I don't understand how I knew this and have known this for a long time and no. he doesn't. That's what's no. weird to me. Exactly. But, I believe but it, it, but I don't but understand it. it. I'm actually going to write about this because you got me like into it, but at the same time, I believe him. So he clearly. No, that's what I'm saying. Know. I believe it, but I don't understand it. <laughs> I don't get it, but, but I believe he didn't know. And to some degree, he's telling kind of a, ironically, it's a good story, even though it's weird. Yeah. Because he learned from it and he's, it's just, but imagine using the word faggot around your kids. I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that, because to oh, me, that's I mean, even another it's level. It's a like, it's joke about enough. gays. It's not a bad one, right? Like, <laughs> it's bad enough you're using that word in general, oh but you're using it to your kids. Yep. You've been listening to a free excerpt of the Unprecedented podcast. To hear the rest of the show and hear all of our past shows and support our work as independent media please go to patreon.com slash unprecedented podcast and become a subscriber for as little as $5 a month. You can have all of our old episodes, see all of our Zoom interviews, and support the great work that we hope you think we're doing promoting the democratic and liberal agenda. Thanks so much for joining us, folks. See you next episode.